0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to another Spurs show. Very special Spurs show this week. Uh, I've got two guests here sitting with me. My name is Theo Delaney. If you're wondering, I've got Emmanuel Mond here, the voice of doom. Emmanuel's look, he's glancing over at my phone because what you may have noticed is I've copied and pasted his blog this week into my phone. And also with me, Guillaume Balagay.
2: Good afternoon. At noon, I never know what to say.
1: Well, we never know on a podcast, do we? It could be any time of the day or night. Good day. Good day. Good day or probably as good as it gets, I think. Now, of course, Guillaume's here because of his unbelievable book, the Pochettino book, Brave New World, which uh, Emmanuel and I have been reading. And it is a truly special book, as all Spurs fans who've read it will know. And those who haven't will no doubt plunge in Emmanuel has read it in two days. Was that? he read it in two days yeah quite impressive that was a 48 hours straight he didn't eat he didn't even go to the lavatory
2: no but interestingly enough to
3: be honest i just followed the pochettino method you plunged (laughs) into it absolutely absolutely. i ignored my family
2: yeah (laughs) good but it's interesting the reaction that you had to it what happened to you after two days you you were saying that you felt exhausted exhausted,
3: absolutely i'm exhausted now looking at his routine looking at his
1: schedule the way he operates
2: absolutely yeah Mm, that's interesting because yes tiredness is a is a theme throughout the book isn't it it is actually and what they have to fight against but not just pochettino i think the the book is it is about pochettino and his methods it is about being a manager in an elite club and how how that goes and and the obstacles that they have to beat and one of them is tiredness because if you're not fresh in your mind, you take the wrong decisions, yeah. uh, and you stop seeing, and you stop. In his case, not only you stop seeing, you stop sensing. You stop sensing people. You don't. Yeah. Mm. You, you don't you feel the dealing, them. Your
1: instincts are dulled.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and
2: and and I don't know. I mean, you, we we know we all of us know people like that that need needs to 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 um, be close to people yeah. uh, uh, and feel people, and he's one of them. And yeah. if it doesn't happen, then yes, wrong decisions. Yeah, good result. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to talk, of course, about the book at some length. But first of all, I I have to do my duty here and talk about our uh, well, first of all, I'd like to talk about Ladbrokes, how we love Ladbrokes. This season, we've teamed up with them and uh, new subscribers at Ladbrokes can have up to 50 pound of free bets matched at bet.spursshow.net. So basically you deposit 50 pound and you get an extra 50 pound deposited in your account. Not bad, eh? We'll be tweeting this. Uh, bets matched up to £50 and adding it on our Facebook and we put it in the description of this podcast so there's plenty of ways of getting that by the way moving on here the next Spurs show live is which is free by the way to Spurs show season ticket holders is our Christmas show a Christmas special on December the 11th with Glenn Hoddle and that's at Dingwall's in Camden and then we've got um, at the Albany in January on the 23rd we've got Graham Roberts where season ticket holders can bring a guest and get it, get a guest in as well. And they also get priority queuing by the way, season ticket holders for entry and meeting the legend for a picture afterwards. There's a special price for the rest of the season of 10 pound a month or 75 pound a year, but Christmas show is now on general sale too at net. So snap up those remaining tickets for the uh, glenn Hoddle special that would be great. Glen's always brilliant. Um now what else we got? Yeah, you go to season.spurshow.net to get into all these monthly shows for free. God, this is like a stream of consciousness, this. Uh, now I've got I've just got to it's best we get all this out of the way now, then we don't have to do it later, okay? So apologies, but there were a couple of competitions we've been running. Vision Sports Publishing competition question. S- who is it that holds the record for the most appearances at White Hart Lane? We know it's Steve Perriman, but the question was, who is second? Who has the second most appearances at White Hart Lane? Do you know that, Emmanuel? No. Can anyone guess? It's Super Gary Mabbott, Super Gary Mabbott, And the winner of that competition was Alessio Di Maria, which is a great football-sounding name, isn't mm. it? Alessio
2: Di Maria. Midfielder. Italian.
1: Yes. Uh, the, other, the other one was Kieran was on from Football Manager and he asked a question well, who was the most valuable player with the most points on Football Manager 2018 I don't know if that it doesn't say so here but I reckon that was with a Tottenham background possibly that question was but anyway the answer was Luka Modric and the winner of that is Lee and we only know Lee's Twitter handle which is bringing up a yid I'm not sure i'm not even sure we're supposed to say that but that's all i've got here That's all i've got written down here next week we've got emmanuel's got his head in his hands
3: well i just want i, I just want to sort of recite that um uh, a, a colleague from work went to the um uh went to the dortmund game away yes and he said nothing gave him more pleasure than uh, than singing uh, you, you know Yidami Yidami. in german in dortmund. <laughs> i think okay. so it was
1: uh, yes, sort yes of sweet good Uh, Next week, we're joined by Julie Welch and David Hepworth. And our new spurs show, Outro Music, is from Adam Lightspeed. You can get the track at boysfromthelane.com. I'm nearly there, guys. I've just got one more thing to say, and that is that we've got a new iPod app. Uh, Hold on, here it is. What does this say? They've given me another stream of consciousness here. If you've got an iPhone, you're listening to this podcast, check out our new iPhone app. You can listen to this episode and previous ones seamlessly. Extra recordings that are too risque for the podcast. Well, I don't know anything about that. So they've been keeping them from me Download them automatically to listen later offline And get the latest news about the team from the nation's Experts and official videos from the club Brackets and less official places too Bloody hell, they really seem to be suggesting That there is content Of an inappropriate nature On this app, I think I might get it The Spurs Show app is free at app.spursshow.net. <sighs> and breathe And breathe Now, let's talk about I, The first thing I Thought about this book I'm reading this book, and I'm saying this is, I'm thinking, this is dynamite. Because I haven't read a book like this, as a Spurs fan, of course, since the seminal glory game book. Do you Which know I about read, it? of course. Well, you read, read it, right? It. Yeah, yeah. So that book, of course, was seminal, because no one had ever written a book like that. And the reason why it was so delicious is the same reason your book is delicious, because you're actually in there behind the scenes. The first most obvious question about that original book and this book, even more so, perhaps, is Why? Why did Maurizio Pochettino want to do it? And why were the
2: club cool about him doing it? <laughs> why not? That's the first thing. Why not? And why not now? Uh, I think uh, we, we presented the the book at uh, the training ground about two, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And everybody was there. It was quite funny because... Uh, He's so proud of of the whole project, and and he's um, he, he got a copy for absolutely everybody. The sent the seventy guests on that day got a book signed by him and dedicated by him. But everybody at the club is getting, in different stages, a copy of the book with some dedications, and a whole great. page, that's great, And little drawings and everything. That's lovely. So uh, he he's completely feels completely part of it. And I ask him there a lot of people are wondering why uh, and why now and, you know, how about if he has got an effect on things and how about if we start losing or drawing and the the, the book will be blamed and da-da-da-da. Mm. 1st da, da, da. Mm. Uh, thing to say uh, is if you think a book will have any kind of influence on what's happening in space right now, you've got no idea what is happening in space right now because the foundations are so strong. A book wouldn't even... <laughs> It's like throwing a stone to a to a to a huge, you know, transatlantic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. nothing. Secondly, uh, you have to understand the process to to answer that one as well. Uh, so I wrote a book about uh, Liverpool in two thousand and five, and then there was a period where we were trying to find somebody that was interesting enough and and, mm. uh, and a character that will be universal, and then we went for Pep Guardiola. After that, and because of it, and uh, and because how Pep had opened the doors, and we created this book, which was a bit of psychology and coaching and and, and personality mm. driven kind of piece. We thought um, I to talk. have to talk about Messi, uh, and then a book that originally was uh, was was I asked. I asked them, can I do the book with you? And they said, no, we don't trust writers. We don't want to know anything about people that write books. They've written a lot of lies. We just don't Mm. want anything. It went from there to become the first and only authorized book on Messi. So uh, we worked together in the process and, and, and it came out the way it came out. And then after you do Messi, you have to do ronaldo Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you make it sound so easy (laughs) well he has to to be the next one so i went to cristiano and i said look i'm trying to do this it's not your book it's just a book i'm trying to explain who you are Mm. Uh, can i and he said yeah no problem let's sit down and and then the update of the messy book came up while i was negotiating when to meet and and how long to talk to and whatever uh, and he didn't like one thing that was in the messy book. And instead of sitting down with me, he threatened to take me to court. This is Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano. Yeah. So he put that on Facebook, and that's the beginning of the Cristiano. Of the book. Biography, yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, so uh, the, uh, I'm explaining all this because they are kind of different books. They're all kind of uh, a version of what I think these guys are and how they managed to get to where they are. Too. Yeah. But once you do all those, and Cristiano went, went really well and one like football book of the year or something in 2016. What do you do next? What is there out there that is mysterious enough, that is that is, is meaty enough, mm. and that will be universal enough mm. not to just make it a a guy from a club? Yes. This is two years ago. And and sometimes you've got things so near that you don't see them. Uh, I, I've known Maruti Pochettino for many, many years. And somebody... Adorai on the publisher says, who is a Spurs fan, says, how about Mauricio Pochettino? And it's like, uh, yeah, why not? Let's talk to him. Sorry, it's a long answer, but I'm trying to explain in all this so, yeah, so you know context. that it's not as simple as, sure. as, you know, this is why it's happening now. Yeah. So I went to him and said, should we do this? And he, he's read my messy books and he knows all about. He actually helped me with some contacts with, with, with the messy entourage, etc., and uh, he said, don't know. Uh, and then he spoke to Karina and uh, his wife. And Karina said, you have to do it. You have to do it. Mm. It wasn't particularly about the time. It was just that it was proposed to him. And it was somebody, uh, and I found out this later, about 10 years ago, uh, Mauricio and Karina spoke about if anybody wants to do a book, it will have to be written by Guillem. All right. So I didn't know this. Great. So without knowing this, I still proposed it to them. Mm. They said, Yes, let's do it. And from then on, there was not a single question about how this was going to come out. It, you know, it was like, so what now? And I am mm-hmm. like, well, I would like, when you start a project like this, you go with everything. So it's like, I would like to be there every week. I would like to see training. I would, I would like to hear conversations that mm-hmm. you have. I would like to know everything about you, but talk to everybody, talk to the players, talk to the board. Yes, all everything that came back to me was, yeah, okay, yeah, fine, no problem. So important that this is a club that I know in the day-to-day are very protective of the, yes. of the players, yes. but with a story to tell, I think, Yeah, with a manager with a story to tell as well. So yeah. because the manager said yes, the club said if he wants to do it, not a problem. Yeah, uh, Remember, this is not an official book. This is not authorized or anything. I didn't want any name next to it. It's my story, mm-hmm. is what I, I describe now as a biography in the first person. Yeah, which
1: is an interesting uh, new, new literary, genre.
2: Literary concept. Yeah. It's, you know, I, Claudius, is written okay. by Robert Graves yeah, in the yeah. first person. Yeah, yeah. um, Margaret Yursena wrote a wonderful book called Memoirs of Adrian, which is again in the first yeah. person. So yeah. um, I was getting so much stuff. And so much stuff that I, you cannot use but a lot of stuff is like wow this is how he works this is his magic yeah. this is what the people around him do this is how the players respond how do, how do I put together all this in a book? Yeah. So then it was let's try this diary form then of course it had to go until the end of the season for, to have a complete season they also accepted and bought the concept and then the book comes out. So The project started two years ago. The fact that it came out just before Real Madrid, at a time when everybody wants Pochettino, when you were completely in love with him. Brilliant, It's just the timing could not be... A happy coincidence. Could not be better. So
1: the club were fine. Maurizio said, I'm doing this. And they said, OK. Simple as that. Yeah. OK. And then because, of course, so I guess the sense of it is that he knew you such a long time. You were mates, basically. So he trusted you, right? So if he trusts you and you say, I want to hang out and just do it really properly and, and have complete uh, access, he thinks, why not? I, I trust the guy. I've known him a long time. He's not going to stitch me up. He's not going to stitch the club. Why would he do that? Anyway, you, you're you're completely part of the football firmament. You know, you, 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 it's not in your interest to go stitching anyone up anyway. But the great thing about this book is it doesn't... Normally you think about a book like that. You need to stitch someone up to make it interesting, but it's not. There's well, well, No, you're right. I, I think my surprise about it uh, and is is simply that
3: this book is written during the project yeah if you because he always Mm -hmm. talks about the project and you 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 know look at your other books and ronaldo superstar messi superstar and with with Maurizio and spurs they on their way they're on their way yeah and and so, so i suppose that's the Interesting part, part from my point of view. It's a case of, you know, it was another almost season, if you will, that you sort of... Uh, and it was fascinating. Don't get me wrong. It's, uh, you know, as, as Theo said, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's an entree into a world that, you know, yeah. none of us yeah, it's are aware I, of. I,
2: I, was, I was wondering, uh, and reading the glory days, uh, I thought, could a season, this season, it doesn't matter what happens in the season, could it survive? And people will want to read it in 10 years' time. Mm. That was my my... Uh, style decision to make, so I thought, or oh, should I just tell the story of Pochettino? But to be honest, um, and I said this to him: you haven't worn anything, mm. so you you are still in in a process. But but you are magic, you know. I never said that. Did but you uh, should you have it. sung it to? Him? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but what I'm trying to say is that uh, I've seen you work with uh, with youngsters at Espanol I see you. I see what you've done at Espanol You will go through what I'm going through. Mm. I'm an Espanol fan. We're still mourning his departure. Really? So some people feel, felt betrayed by him yeah. because we left. Yeah. Not many, but... And some others, like, nobody's good enough for me now. Yeah. You know, it doesn't we'll matter what get, happens. There'll never be another Maurizio, yeah. Southampton is the same. At Southampton, yeah. even though it was a year and a half, yeah. there's a story in the book. He uh, told me something that hurt him. He, he was signing some shirts for some... Uh, going in Southampton, and he was in a hotel, and mom and kid came over and he was signing a share to the mother.
3: Traitor, traitor.
2: And the kid said to him, yeah. traitor. Yeah, I know. And it's like, and he couldn't just argue with the guy and says, little kid, <laughs> yes. listen to me. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But I said, well, then you have to explain your side of the story. Maybe, yeah. You know, mm. as, as I went through in the Ronaldo book, once you don't, with Cristiano, I have been with him in private situations. I presented events with him, so I had a relationship with him. So I know what he's like. But then, if I wanted, if I had new questions for the book, I couldn't talk to him about them. So, uh, but would he have told me the truth if I actually spoke to him about taking his dad out of a, a bar when he was drunk and, and st- when he was eight and stuff like that? So truth, you never know what the truth is. With this book, is the same. I'm I'm hearing a truth. It's just mm. a truth. So the mm. Southampton story, from his point of view, had not been told. His truth has not, had not been heard. It was a time to to put it out there, so it's yeah. another opportunity for it him to it. It makes him that.
1: unusual. He, he's, he, I mean, one of the things about the book is that he comes across as an unusual bloke. I mean, he's very sort of spiritual and very instinctive. uh, Absolutely. uh, absolutely. All of those things, you know, as well as being super, super, super dedicated and hardworking. He's got all those sides of him that are very not like a British football manager. And and just even doing the book makes him seem... unusual Mm -hmm. but these things these stories about like the lemons and the and the car running for 10 minutes before he gets in it in the morning and so before he drives off in the morning all that kind of that's that's actual that's
2: eccentricity
1: isn't it i mean where does it he seems like there's so much going on there Uh, do you think he's an eccentric
2: no no i do i do find him unusual uh in that his his magic is um is as you said spiritual Mm. is is about feelings is about, it's a very Latin way. I mean, yeah. it, it's more it's more yeah. strange to see it in the British Yeah, it's context. not a Northern
1: European thing until no. we don't...
2: Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I know, having been in England for 25 years or, or something, uh, I know that, that those things work to break barriers. Mm. So you use it in your favor. I mean, I, I, I love hugging people. Yeah. He loves hugging people. Yeah. This is something that, you know, I always tell the story of John McDermott, from Yorkshire, being hooked. And he's like, oh, what the hell do you, what <laughs> you, what you think are doing? <laughs> Get off. Uh, but now he's, you know... Uh, and he's I said, used to it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said that in... I did one of the debates on, on Sky Sports with Greg, Greg Bellamy and uh, and his mom, John McDermott's mom, yeah. saw the story, heard the, the, the show and yeah. saw the story. And uh, I said two things about John McDermott. One, that he was struggling. Yeah. And two, that it was like uh, difficult to... To, for those walls to go down mm. so John McDemo's mom according to John who told me the next day he says my mom was watching you she said two things to me number one why didn't you hook <laughs> <Watch> <laughs> nice and number two why did you have a go at him he's lovely so my mom is telling me off so but now uh, and at the end of that message was when I see you in the presentation, I'm gonna give you the biggest bear hug you're ever gonna have, <laughs> which he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so, all for it. Uh, but what I'm trying to get at is, he changes the way of uh, the way you think. He changes the way you act. Yeah. Uh, a manager is supposed to say things in a certain way, and all of a sudden, players hear it in a different way, and it just kind of was like, "Oh, yeah. right, okay."
1: We're, we're all talking about him like he's a great man, and we believe, I mean, Tottenham fans, as you know, are we're completely besotted. We're besotted with Pochettino and have been for some time. But there's a couple of things we need to, well, I mean, Emmanuel, as regular listeners, I've, I've said this before, Emmanuel writes a blog every week. But unlike most books, his is so incendiary <laughs> that it only goes to a, a list of Pre, you know vetted recipients it cannot go on the wider web because it's far too controversial well, and when i say controversial i mean pessimistic so nice. cynical and negative <laughs> pessimistic c- cynical and negative negative. and uh, <laughs> he's not right? denying it. He it, can't deny ra- it no it's it's it, it, it. spot on i i but th- think of think
3: of um, uh, you, you read your book and Maurizio is always striving for more so even in you know even when performances are great I look back and I think it could have been better. Of course, of
1: course. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah. Emmanuel, you're you're in this week's incendiary blog. It's about you. You you're concerned that uh, that Potch may have got as far as he can with this team. That he cannot. That it's possible that you you think he can't take it any further.
3: Well, I, well, I think with the current raw material, and, and and I think you know he he's been magnificent in terms of molding, being blunt in many cases players without the technical abilities of the truly great players, you know, that, that play for City and Real Madrid, etc. But he's been able to get them to a certain level. And I think the great fear is you can take players to a certain level, but not necessarily any further. And, and so the issue is, you know, are Spurs going to be able to, um, And Pochettino going to be able to sort of, um, you know, add to the you know uh you know to the team bring in you know people with you know with technical abilities that maybe the current team don't have or or you know or fill in the gaps you know my concern is we're beginning to see signs of a, a, a team that have reached that sort of you know you, you know um, that level and it's possible that they can't move up to the How next many level. points
2: have you got less at this stage than last season same it, amount same yeah, amount of yeah. points yeah and and you are in the next run of the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, so, so we progressed. Uh, and, 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 and actually, to, yeah.
3: to be fair, w- what I've been saying from the start of the season is I actually feel the Champions League is the best chance for Tottenham this year to reach the next level in terms of
2: the way they're viewed by let me, the European Let me continue. Olympic. How old is Dele Alli? 20. Okay, 22. Yeah. Okay. How, how, how old is Kane? 25. Really So he hasn't really picked yet.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, no. There's a very good point Wings. you make. They're all growing. Up, they're all growing up together. Winks is 22. F- oh, you're Yeah, Sanchez is 21.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There is so much room for improvement. Yeah. So much room for improvement. Yeah. The thing is, they have to show that improvement and the way to do it is in the longer competitions more than in the shorter competitions. In the Champions League, it's a bit of a draw, it's a bit of how yeah, you feel yourself. Bold, yeah. They made a Real Madrid that was not the best Real Madrid, but still is Real Madrid and the yeah. performance was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Uh, now there is no hoodoo of Wembley in the Champions League, so that's a step forward. But in the longer competitions, it's still there. They're still there, competing with the limitations that no other top six side have got in in England. A- absolutely. And the centre forward is twenty five. Mm. The one behind him is twenty two. The centre back is twenty one. Mm. Wings is twenty two or whatever. Is yeah. a very young team. So is your is your
1: prediction with all your inside knowledge that that team will stay together and he will he will
2: help them to grow and improve together. For me, the, the most important thing, and 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 I said it a few times, but I, I don't mind repeating it. I uh, had a fantastic chat with uh, Eddie Jones, the uh, rugby mm-hmm. national national mm-hmm. coach. Is in my YouTube channel if anybody's interested about leadership and how he how he's trying to manage to push this team on, having been successful and then not so successful. What what is he doing? Yeah, and he talks about um, make, making the players uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, and he's talking about pushing them on mentally, and that is the biggest improvement. But the biggest thing he said and stuck in my mind is that everybody wants to be part of something special. Mm. Everybody, in all walks of life. Mm. That for me, any book I write, isn't, it is football, because that's, that's where these people come from. But mm. it, I want to learn from them and see how they do what they do. Yeah. And then if it can be applied anywhere else. Well, Daniel Levy certainly has managed to get uh, uh, the finances together for somebody to come in and says, I'm going to show you a, a way that you probably didn't even think it was possible and in which you all want, want to be part of and it's going to be special. So you will go perhaps at Real Madrid or Barcelona next or West Brom or whatever, but you're going to miss this because this is a special. And having been there for the whole year, knowing, knowing the people that work there, it is special. Yeah. It doesn't mean... It doesn't mean uh, it's going to be one Champions League and two leagues in the next four years. I've yeah. got no idea if you're going to win anything. Yeah. But some, what's being created today is something that people want to be part of. So when there's all this talk... Except Carl Walker. <laughs> I
1: was just
3: about to
2: say that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, was it him who wanted to go? I don't know.
1: <laughs> well and maybe not Danny Rose but no I totally I mean even on the outside you can tell that, that I mean that, the thing is you only have to remember the last 20 managers and see the difference even from the outside the difference is is just colossal you
2: know and the whole vibe about the place And you have the, to change the narratives this is yeah. your job you have to yeah. you too have to and he's actually come up that. with different stuff yeah and, and for instance when when when, when Spurs go to Arsenal and lose 2-0, and and yes, clearly, unless your first 11 plays very well, yeah. there's, there's a difficulty, yeah. another difficulty that sometimes you cannot beat when you yeah. play the arsenals of yeah. this world. Uh, and then people start saying, oh, because Spurs away and the Pochettino. Yeah. First of all, look at the last 10 years. Sure. Not just the last two years or three years, and secondly, who else has gone to Spurs, uh, to Arsenal and yeah. win? Yeah, yeah. Or who else is actually the top, the, sure. the top guys? So he has changed now. He's changed.
1: He's changed the whole context of Tottenham Hotspur yeah. Football Club. I totally, I totally agree. I mean, he and and also for years we had all these problems and and, you know uh, the weak underbelly, the soft underbelly, Mm. the the famous Ferguson thing, lads, it's Spurs, you know, and all that stuff. That has killed you. And a succession of managers, (laughs) manager after manager after manager, where people say it must be in the water, it must be in the water because you have different managers, but it's always the same. And this manager has changed that. And now the main part of our success and and it's multifaceted. Is is the backbone and the defence, mm. and who'd have ever thought that we've had, had the best defence for the last two years? And we look at that defence, you look at it man for man, and, and the way it's organised. Them, so he actually has done what twenty other guys failed to do, hasn't he? But how good is he now, and how good can he be
2: as a what? Well, as as a, a manager, as a as football a manager. manager. Where
1: does he rate, you know, now in, in the kind of in the world super league of managers, and where can he get to?
2: I don't know. I mean, he's maximising the potential of a club in a way that I don't look around. I don't think. There's anybody else yeah. with that material would mm. yeah. have done the same. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe other would have done that. I don't know. But we don't know because don't know he's only ever world had world. the Never. resources, is not he? So anyway, with, with that in mind, he, he should be voted top three managers in the world yeah. every year, in the last yeah. three years. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say, oh, but he hasn't won anything. Yeah. Okay, if you define success by trophies, then I suppose the manager you should all aim to be is Di Matteo, not Roberto Di Matteo. He won the Champions League. So, yeah, yeah. so it should be all about being Roberto yeah. Di Matteo. How yeah. does he do it? What is his, what is his secret? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think you should look at success <laughs> like that. He, he, uh, uh, Hugo Lloris talks very, very emotional about him at the end of the book, and a lot mm. of the stories that come out in the book are Hugo Lloris' stories converted into Pochettino's words. Mm. But he basically says he's changed my my life. Mm. Uh, and that that is why I find that we've been very right in Jussi Pochettino because, as I said, a lot of things don't really have to do with football. It has right. to do with how you relate to people. And so, Uri says, he's changed my mind because I was, after two years at, at Spurs, where uh, he's had three managers and the club was struggling a little bit. Mm. He didn't see progression at all. No. He didn't go to training happy. Yeah. He didn't go ha- home happy. Uh, this guy comes in, and everybody's like, oh, Who is he? Mm. But one of the early things that he says to him is that uh, you, you're looking at your career wrongly. You're 28 and you're stressing because you know winning trophies, and you're hoping for perhaps a top team to come and get you and win something. But success is measured by you doing 100%, number one, what you want to do, but giving everything to what you want to do just respecting mm. the profession mm. for me successful and I, I you know he would tell or oh, uris and i completely agree with this is the guy in league 2 that finishes eighth but he's actually done everything he can to get to yeah to, to the best of the yeah. team yeah so always oh, like oh right okay so so okay. we're talking about not not titles but being happy in your profession and treating it with respect yeah. now mm. he's the happiest guy he's never been so happy
1: The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Emmanuel, I don't want to embarrass you, but the other thing you said in this week's blog is you're <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You are concerned uh, I'm gonna paraphrase you rather than read out your word for, it, but you're concerned that maybe Poch isn't as tactically sophisticated. As you would you would love him to oh sorry picked up he nearly it, it, glassed emmanuel there and i mean a, that literally he picked a, up a glass and he raised his arm
3: yes so so here's my take um and the book spoke about tactics i mean you, you you know and what i felt was that every time there was talk about tactical changes they were very very subtle changes very subtle Sometimes so subtle that you would watch the game and you wouldn't necessarily pick up on it. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not claiming to be a football expert. I mean, I do watch virtually every game on TV and have done for <laughs> fifty plus years. So you know, and, and I I think hard about the game. So you know, and I watch every team. It's not I'm not focused just solely on Tottenham. I hate to say that on this podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, so I watch every team. Um, and, and what I felt was that that there there was little sign of. At times dramatic changes and, and, and actually if you look at Look we hit, we hit problems with Wembley last year And at, forget the Wembley curse I'm just talking about the games at Wembley We're definitely hitting problems this year There's, there's little doubt about that And the only games I think Where we've we, Where Spurs have, have done well Is where when the other teams Have given us the space they, They've actually attacked us So whether you think it's Dortmund Real Madrid Liverpool Those are the games we've done well Every other game, I hate to say it, um, we've we've done poorly because we are a little predictable, and okay. actually, and it's actually it's 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 proving a little difficult to change the the sort of predictability. Okay,
2: you were a lawyer, yeah? I was. Okay, you got a case in front of you. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, you are on your say, you are, halfway through the, the yep. case, the, the court case, and you've got two possibilities. You work so hard for a year to try to find out everything about the person you're defending uh, that uh, you think you know absolutely everything about this person and you've got a strategy in place. Yep. You continue with that strategy and you work uh, at the details to make sure that actually uh, you caught off guard the, 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 the other people, the, the other lawyer. Or, how about if you throw a coin up in the air and come out with something completely unexpected? to see if you can cut the other person, to see if you can cut a rock art. what would you go for?
3: Well, I'd go for the former, not the latter. I wouldn't go for the coin toss.
2: It's, it's boring, but it's process. Everything that happens at Spurs, and in most clubs anyway, is process. And the process here is, they are punching above the weight. You are punching above uh, the weight. Absolutely. Big time, big time. Everybody has to work at their best and be the best they can be. And that f- goes for the first 11, because your bench is not the best. Limiting the weaknesses that you have, like the lack of pace of front, for instance, mm-hmm. or the lack of creativity, mm. uh, if, if the yeah, rally hasn't bad, got the day yeah, or whatever. A bad day, yeah. So how can you do that? You can only do it by making sure that collectively we, we offer answers. But it's rarely the case of a spares being beaten badly, because, yeah, that works. The problem is when you actually have to beat somebody, you have to have that extra thing. And it doesn't matter how much organized attack you, you, you're you working towards, and there's a lot of training on that. It doesn't matter. You need, in the last third, that pass that is actually put exactly in the right place for the right person. Yeah. Now, that, that you can continue with that, and every defeat, the message is the same. We keep going. We keep going. And what everybody will be ecstatic in a victory, it will just keep going and say the same. Keep going, or you can go the Mourinho way. And why don't we get three replacements at halftime and see what happens? Every time I see that, I said, "How badly you chose that eleven mm. that you have to change three guys? How Uh-oh. badly you prepared the game that you need to throw a coin in the air?" But also, he tends to have better subs. That's the thing with Mourinho, and that helps. Yeah, you know, yeah. But yeah. throw yeah. them in and see yeah, what yeah, happens as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yes, I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No further questions. Well, no, uh, <laughs> well look.
3: Or, or, or the only point I, I, I made in, my, in in my blog, which you you read, is that that essentially you, you spoke about lack of pace and the importance. I think going for Spurs is that when we know teams are sitting are sitting back, and we are quite adept at moving them from side to side, the only way through, if, as you. have Almost, point, you know, sort of admitted is we have to go, we have to go fast down down the wings to, and then get behind them to put the balls back because having to rely on a, you know threading a, and you know threading a pass through a packed defence is and very think, difficult. And I think
2: that, that that you've got a hundred different ways of attacking. Yeah, uh, and and you know the, the 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 clear cases the Swansea game where actually he changed formation five times. That's what I was going to throw the glass. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. because he he actually. Yeah, we Football, football is is going the way that Pep Guardiola and Pochettino is showing us. I'm convinced, which is flexibility. Yeah. Is the ability to get a team that has got so many layers you just don't know how he's going to attack you yeah. or how you're going to defend. Yeah. So you the Sky, the Sky guys, the Sky broadcasters every time they get the line it's like and how, do how they the hell line-up? do they yeah, how do we line-up? lay this out? Yeah. So, oh my god, if if Sky people who actually get information before yeah. the games like that but imagine the opposition as yeah, well it's the same, yeah. same case so it's a
1: bit like total football isn't it isn't that what they were doing everyone um, does everything
2: and I don't know how to call it because yeah. uh, it's not exactly that because there's a lot of positional yeah, okay, discipline. yeah, to make and sure yeah, that yeah, the okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. there obligations yeah, and yeah, responsibilities yeah, yeah. but uh, you just don't know where they're going to come And unless that's the great thing about it and we spoke about at length about this and you were saying where would he go as a manager and what's the next level they kind of work harder at giving layers to the team. Okay. It's one of the teams with more layers. Yeah. But if you want to, say Spurs starts getting so much money that it starts getting stars, that won't be so necessary because you've got the individual quality. So if what he's doing next is staying at Spurs with money yeah. or, say, in 10 years' time or whatever, go to Real Madrid, <laughs> he'll need something completely different. He'll need some, something completely different, which will be, can he work as hard? Can he put as many hours? Uh, does he need to put so many layers? So it will depend. On well, when, he, when he's he, got 10 superstars, outfield superstars. Yeah, when you, yeah. When, when you start in a new stadium and you, when money comes in, yeah. you'll be able to buy two or three do more. Do you think
1: that's what, I mean, what's your prediction for for Poch? Do you think he's going to hang around and wait for the money and, and, and really see this through and do it all at Tottenham? Have you ever
2: built a business? Have you ever done a business yes. that has been successful? Yeah, you, you stick with it, right? But then you sell it. It's, it's, maybe one day I don't know yeah. I mean it's it's still in the process it's still part of it yeah, he yeah. wants to walk into that new stadium yeah, he wants yeah. to make that of course, new stadium Yeah, new I mean, home. Yeah. home yeah, so yeah. why Why? You know. do you think that it hasn't been offers
1: yeah oh of course there'll be offers constantly every big job presumably gets of offers yeah 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 okay I just want we need to do a couple of other things one, we need to talk about the last game and the forthcoming game then I want to ask you a couple more questions Guillaume what about the West Brom game did you see it I was there me too Great, it, wasn't wasn't it? A, nah. it was a draw that was deserved by West Brom.
3: It wasn't a game where you could actually come away yeah. and say, uh, we were robbed, or yeah. it was yeah. an unbelievable performance yeah. from the West Brom goalkeeper. We've seen it a million times, haven't we? That, that we, we, we have. Over the years, uh, actually. Uh, and um, I suppose the point I was trying to make to Guillaume was... There was a predictability about the game. Yeah. There was a predictability about the way it unfolded. Yes, it was what was unpredictable was conceding after 4 minutes or whatever, absolutely. I mean, you know, that was the surprise. Yeah. The rest of the game more or less went according to, to the script that we've seen many times before. It's so think, hard to defend, th-
2: to attack a team that, it is, that, that uh, doesn't look, give uh, you any uh, space. No, no, so absolutely. Uh, 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 Even look, for, I, for City, City struggled against Huddersfield. Uh, yeah.
3: well, well, they did, but I would say they created many more chances. And look many at the more quality and the cost of the players. No, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. trying no to compare the two. You, you know, I mean, you know, one, has, you know, one has a country financing it, and the other has
1: a smaller company. We're recording this just before the next game, actually, which is the Leicester game. And I've just had the team news through. Lamella's on the bench. Good news. Yeah. And uh, Rose and um, Aurier Aurier are playing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but by the time you listen to this listeners you'll know the result so we could probably we should talk about I mean I expect us to do well at Leicester we play better away from home although Leicester even at home tend to play on the breaks they might try and stodge it up again but I think uh, I feel optimistic about that who have we got the weekend Mighty
2: Watford the Hornets they are a good side aren't they Mm, they absolutely are one one thing I wanted to say earlier and it's got to do with with you looking at the games you of course are at the games and and you fans I'm not not a fan yeah Uh, so you you see things very, very close up yes. and, and it's, difficult it's to very difficult yeah. to, to put things in context. I, I'm in a privileged position that I can yeah. have a chat with him mm. every week and but also that I don't have to be uh, yeah. watching everything very close up and that context just helps.
1: I'd just like to say this. Most of us are... We don't have any, we don't have any, it's only, it's only Emmanuel.
2: He's the only one. That's why he's
1: perfect. That's why I'm here. That's why he's perfect for, for this yeah. show. We couldn't have found anyone else to say anything remote, well, any I'm kind of I'm doubts I'm sick whatsoever. And tired of hearing
3: every show where everyone says, and my prediction is, Oh,
1: Spurs to win 3-0, 4-0. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 Um, Guillaume, you're, before we talk about the Watford game, but you, I am fascinated to discover from your website that you are a songwriter. <laughs>
2: Well, tried to write songs. I don't know if I could. I would call them song. Well, They are songs, but yes. no, not not great. Maybe. Yeah. It is was that just, something uh, you're pursuing? It was. It was a, 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 proje- a year project. So uh, I, this Twitter is such a wonderful tool. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've had this thing in my head. Like I've got two or three other things that if I tell you about, it, you'll go like you'll laugh. Yeah. Uh, but it will happen. Yeah. And I, I, I want to do them. Yeah. But uh, one of them was to write songs. So I I, um, I write as well as you know books or whatever I write all the stuff yeah and uh, and there were a bunch of people, like fifteen groups that came back and said okay we'll we we'll, we'll put music to your lyrics, ended up with two one from Liverpool King and skulls yeah uh, they they 're not together anymore, not my fault but, uh, they, <laughs> they, they didn 't last they last a, they, they a year. never
1: I mean a Liverpool group with someone called skulls in it was never going to last no, <laughs>
2: right, 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 right. Uh, and and the other one is best boy grip um owen from from uh, Derry, who's a fantastic, now a producer, musician, great yeah. musician. So it was a great uh, year because they asked me for lyrics. So I didn't use anything I had written. They asked me for lyrics. And basically, King Skulls played it like a folk band. They didn't touch a single word. Did so I, some of the stuff that they sing is in English, but it's broken English because it's me. Right. So I made mistakes. They still, uh, yeah. still sang There's it, no every single word. And there was lots of words. Yeah. And Best Boy grip. Uh, when like oh no I don't like this rubbish 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 and I will keep this two words really <laughs> I just, the kept the,
1: just kept the best two words and just then
2: were two words or you'll yeah, make me repeat a word or something
1: because I was going to I was trying to find it on Spotify because they were on Spotify Best Boy Group we got a lot of stuff on Spotify but yeah. I couldn't of course I didn't know what song it was but it doesn't sound like it would have been worth it they only kept two no, words no no
2: no I, I'll tell you it, it'd be worth both of them of course but Best Boy Group is a, is a, is a producer musician who yeah. was who very successful and and he made fantastic stuff with some of the words that i said and sometimes okay. i'm i'm in the song uh, and kingston's Calls is more like for the lyrics and the way they sang it with yeah. so much passion yeah. Uh, they're on my webpage, some of them. So, okay, but, uh, okay, Well,
1: so you we look at them, now, but I'll have a better look and find them on your webpage. <laughs> and the other thing is that you're the director of football at, at Biggles Wade United. That's right. Where That sounds like a fiction, that sounds like something out of this. Harry, Potter, of, movie, yeah, sorry, well, Harry Potter, Potter movie. Yeah, Harry Potter, yeah. Where is Biggles
2: Wade? Is it <laughs> a place? Near Bedford. Uh, it's near um, Bedford. And You live
1: around there, do you? Uh, Hitchin. My, so okay, uh, yeah, I'm um,
2: between Barcelona yeah. and Hitchin, and, uh, and it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah But what does it involve How how much of a commitment is it Uh, I go to see as many games as I can There's always something Every single day There's things to sort out uh, And as a director of football Do
1: you sort of like Loom over the the, the head coach And make him Well you get get in every day At seven o'clock
2: breakfast with your, with your
3: four <laughs> colleagues and then you uh, you, you take training no, uh, everything's filmed if I could everything's I filmed as well I'm yeah, sure yeah
2: yeah exactly it's only that we train three times a week and not, not uh, as often but uh, no uh, I call it director of football but we have to deal with so many things yeah. from sponsorship to uh, uh, I've just got the referee I've just got the uh, suspensions of the players so I need to talk to some of the players some of the things they do is not right but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that is, right, that is yeah, the style, okay, the style a word? to make Jeez, everybody how do you find the themselves? time to do that i don't
1: know it's you, you make much you make pochettino look lazy <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> well i'm exhausted i mean we're exhausted by pochettino i'm kind of exhausted
2: by you too well it's uh it's, you live once you only
1: you only live quite right yolo okay so let's talk about uh we, we are duty bound to talk about this watford game well what you know what do you think? How do you think we're going to get up there, Emmanuel? Um, I think we've got a better chance... At uh, Watford uh, than Watford than we have
3: at home to Watford. So, playing yeah, away. absolutely. I think that... Uh, I think they will not be quite as naive as they were last year against us. Yeah. And they were very naive. Their defending was pretty atrocious. Mm. Um, they are fast, physical, strong. So, in a sense... They're going to match us with, yeah, with a I think of, uh, with a lot of effort, and you know that's one of the points I've made in this week's blog is that other teams are getting fitter, mm. they're getting stronger. You know, they they are sort of mimicking, in a sense, what, yeah. what we've been doing. So uh, you know, narrowing the gap, if you will. Mm. Um, I I think, um, I, funnily enough, I think it will depend on how they do against Manchester United tonight in terms of their mental state for right. us at Watford. I think if they Dominate Manchester United And as I expect Lose by the odd goal Yeah um, I think they'll be a bit down mm. And I think they
1: might Take a You know But you think if they win time. They'll be buoyed And then I think they will the right Yeah chasing. What are you making of Watford, Guillaume? Mm.
2: I like uh, I like the proposal Which is what they used to do But better Because uh, they've always been A fast, strong mm. team but, mm. uh, but now they seems to Have a structure to what they do They can control games A little bit better Before yeah. it used to be like Anything could happen In, in their yeah. games uh, and Silva is, uh, is definitely uh, one of those managers that you have to keep an he's eye good. on. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, you
3: think he's
1: going Richarlison, And yeah.
2: Richarlison is good. Second? Uh, the, the Brazilian. Richarlison, you yeah. yeah. he's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's yeah.
1: Top, top quality? Because he's already been linked with Tottenham, hasn't he?
2: Yes. Uh, that would be a good way, I think, of uh, Spurs to progress to get. Players Not like that the on top, the up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who are already... Uh, Showing signs of doing it in the Premier League. In the Premier League, yes. Because yeah. 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 otherwise it takes a long while to, uh, to get to, to that adapt. level of, yeah. of, of physicality, yeah. etc. Okay.
1: How are we doing, Ollie? Tell me, are we done? Ollie, I always ask Ollie because he knows. He's got the, uh, he's got the old stopwatch. Oli, by the way, is a Tottenham fan, our engineer. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I just wanted to double-check. <laughs> you looked at me, was there? No, Because Ollie sits here, just so you know, he sits here all night and he has to do Chelsea, ass, all sorts of terrible people come in here and he has to sit there, so, you know, at least he gets to do the Tottenham one. Okay, so, I mean, I think we've wrapped up. Uh, Guillaume, I, I can't thank you enough for coming in. I can't thank you enough for the book. I mean, we all owe you a debt of gratitude for that, all of us as Tottenham fans, because it is a, 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 a real treat, a genuine treat, the biggest treat since the Glory game, as far as I'm concerned. Emmanuel, thank you so much for bringing your unique take on things to the (laughs) show once again. I feel like it was a perfect, perfect balance (laughs) this week. Uh, Thank you both very much. This is Theo Delaney signing off, saying, "Kill you Spurs.
4: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at SpursShow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks.